This is the Troll Patrol. Live. With Justin. Freaking. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. Man, I missed that. I've missed doing that. Holy shit, my mic sounds good. Let me explain to you guys where I've been as of late. Now, on Tuesday's show... First, first, first of all, if you are listening to this right now, this is a podcast exclusive. You are listening to just the audio. That I think the playlist music is a little loud. At least it is in my... <laughs> At least it is in my ear, so we need to turn. There we go. So much better. It was throwing me off, and you guys are you guys are gonna understand why things are just a little wonky today. Why I've been gone? Because if you watched the show or listened on Tuesday, were aware that I was prepared for my final dose of the Moderna vaccine in my arm on Wednesday. And suspiciously, I've been absent since then. Allow me to clear up what has went on. It has nothing to do with the vaccine. Maybe Thursday night had to do with the vaccine. (laughs) Because I was asleep when I normally do the show. I did not feel good from Wednesday evening through Thursday. I slept most of the day on Thursday. I woke up at like 11 p.m. on Thursday night. Feeling like a million dollars. Bouncing off the walls with energy, I cleaned my entire apartment because I've been down for a few days. Also, my birthday was the Thursday before last. I took five days off after my birthday from doing anything, from doing any work, doing any streaming. Came back on Tuesday. Basically, I hadn't cleaned my apartment. Those five days I was off. Not doing anything. I I laid on the couch and played video games. That was my that was my birthday present to myself. That and modest mouse tickets. I bought modest mouse tickets for. Them. That was my birthday present. I will be seeing them for the third time. So, if we roll back to a week ago Thursday to my birthday bash celebration. I handed my channel over to Echoplex Media. Echoplex Media did a fantastic job. Thank you guys. Birthday wishes. Everyone that watched the show, the birthday bash. Echoplex did a fantastic job with my birthday bash. However, when you're on my end, I fucked my shit up. I fucked my shit up like royally. Remember, guys, I was drinking and I was really fucking high for my birthday. I had sparkles here. You know, I'm set up to have guests in my studio. You guys don't know this, but like over on this side, yeah, if you're listening to the podcast, you can't even see what I'm doing. Over on this side, the flip side is a guest chair. The back, like, if if I had my camera was sitting on my couch and you flip it, like, this whole area makes a second set to where I can have a guest here film it from the flip side. You'd see my monitors and all my my. I'd be sitting here. I also have it set up to where, like, I can feed headphones to anybody sitting on my couch and put microphones in front of everybody. I am completely set up to do whatever the fuck I want in my studio. And, if, and like, the next couple of months, there's going to be a green screen over here. I'm going to be doing all kinds of fucking production shit here in my studio. But my drunk ass fucked something up with my 
record because I wanted to be able to hear myself. I hear myself talking to you guys because I'm a fucking narcissist. The radio thing. I've, I've always liked to be able to hear myself. Can't do that unless you have a professional board. I have a right here next to me. Love the thing. Somehow I fucked a setting up on it. So what happened? Because uh, Sparkles and I, when we're doing the birthday bash, we're hearing ourselves, but we're getting a feedback. And I'm like, all right, I'll deal with it. Instead of just switching to where we would just hear Dave and Media Winch and whatever audio was playing. I wanted to be able to hear myself. Whatever I did to get rid of the echo for Dave's audio so it sounded good on stream. Fucked whatever I do for my stream up and I had no clue. No clue. Spent days. Like banging my head against the wall. Shit was set up to where it should work. It didn't. I don't know what happened. There was a, an OBS update and there was an update to the firmware of my board. Like the firmware on my board updated on like June 1st. And the uh, OBS software update on like June. Shit. Maybe, maybe OBS was June. I'm flipped around. Both of them had a firmware update. So I assume something with the updates fucked each other up and they didn't like to play with each other. Because either uh, OBS wouldn't recognize my microphone or it wouldn't give me the audio. To, like, we're getting ready to watch Trump's speech yesterday. I couldn't hear the audio if I heard my. That is why I've been dealing with these technical issues for the last couple of days. That's where I've been. Fortunately, you're hearing me. You're hearing from my professional mic. Last time I was on audio, if you if you were only listened to the podcast, you might not. I had a different microphone. Uh, if you listen to the first part of that audio, my audio sounds really weird because I'm I was. I was on a different microphone, whereas I was hearing myself in this microphone. The guests, the Abusements. Abusements did a fantastic job. Go check out Abusements, Spotify, Apple, uh, iTunes, whatever the fuck. Look them up on YouTube. Fantastic punk band out of Montgomery. I was, uh, I already had them scheduled. I almost, two minutes before the show went on, said, Yet, guys, I can't do this. I'm having audio issues. But at the last second, I went and grabbed my second microphone, plugged it in. Like, all right, we're gonna we're gonna plow forward with this. So hopefully those issues have been fixed. I'm I'm back in OBS. I'd even switch softwares and I have everything set up in a second suite software to be able to bro- to be able to broadcast because I miss doing this. Don't think I ever want to miss doing a show. I get fucking hot. I sat here and watched that whole five-minute intro. Now, you guys on the podcast, you never get to hear it. But the countdown music, and that's another thing. Like, I'm sorry I, um, to my podcast listeners. I'm sorry it took me so long to put this product out as a podcast because I didn't think, I didn't think the response I would, I have gotten already I, I I have been I 
taken aback by how many people actually listen to the audio of the podcast. Now, no, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to like jack myself off. Or there's only a handful of people listening to this audio. God damn, I didn't think there was going to be a handful of people. So thank you guys for your support. I appreciate it. We've only been a podcast for a month, two months. I think we launched that right around the time we were doing the one year anniversary. I didn't I didn't know what the response would be for a audio only version of a show that is completely interactive. It amazes me the amount of people that go back and watch the show on YouTube after it airs. Because, like, I just feel like if you're not if you're not watching it live, that's where the fun is. But hey, it's I think it's cool. You guys, you you listen to the podcast, you go back, you watch the you watch the videos. I get just as many people going back and watching the video again as I do watching it live. Really blows my mind. But if you guys, if you haven't gotten the chance to actually participate in the live show, 8 p.m. Eastern on weeknight, it's a hell of a lot of fun. Come get in the chat. Come get in the Discord. Hang out with us. So that is, thank you guys. I understand if you're listening to the podcast, you're driving down the road. If you're a, if you stay a musician and you listen to the podcast as you're driving around. I understand that. If you can, try to check out the live show sometime. Or check out when we're doing like a special, when we're um when we're streaming something during the day, like we did the Chauvin trial. Like we did the insurrection at the Capitol. Those are always fun times. I rolled my eyes when I said fun times just then. What you guys to know. Alright, so the main event today, what we're going to do, because I, I haven't covered the news in like a fucking week. There's so much I want to talk about. I want to talk about Fauci's emails. But Matt Gates, Matt Gates under investigation for obstruction. There's so much shit we're going to talk about tomorrow night, Monday night, maybe tonight if you're listening to this tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Monday tonight on the Troll Patrol. I'm sorry, time dilation. I just fucked everybody. This was yesterday, Saturday, June the fifth, almost six months to the day. Of when Donald Trump incited a riot at our nation's capital. This is from yesterday, Saturday, June the 5th, in North Carolina. This was a North Carolina Republican Party's... What are they calling this? It was some kind of... The North Carolina Republican Party's state convention... Trump spoke about this time yesterday, about three or four. We are going to listen to his first public appearance. First real public appearance. This is his first rally since leaving office. Uh, Apparently, rallies are going to start picking up in frequency. I am contemplating crashing the rally he's going to be doing for Mo Brooks in the next week or two. So stay tuned for that. I might be broadcasting live from that. Here we go. The North Carolina State Republican Convention. And Donald Trump said that he was going to put America... I, is this... We have never seen... It kind of looks like Mark Meadows. I don't think it's Mark Meadows. I'd said other congressmen. ...to put 
America first. Or Meadows was was a congressman from North Carolina, I believe. He was the he was staff under Trump. J. Trump. Dude looks familiar though. He's introducing Trump right now. Now I'm really, really excited as I look across this room. You guys are already aware I'm not high enough for this shit. Fundraising event that we have ever had in the history of the North Carolina Republican Party. And we've had such a successful convention. And I am so excited to introduce to you our president. Donald J. Whoa, 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 sir. Your president is Joseph R. Biden. Your president is Joseph R. Biden. Donald Trump is not your president. Hey, Trump. I'm going to dug out here try to... Lee Greenwood can't get me for some copyright. I'm I'm not that concerned with it. Mainly about I don't want to get a copyright strike on Twitch on YouTube. The Lee Greenwood. Clapping like fucking idiots. Know what they're clapping? I watched a small clip of this, and Trump did not seem like his normal Trumpy self. A little low energy. We got Greenwood playing in the background. Trump taking it in. I guess this is probably the biggest crowd he's been in front of in a while. He goes out on the patio at Mar-a-Lago, apparently, and accosts the guests at Mar-a-Lago, throwing his election conspiracies at them. Now this, is, now, this is signature Trump here. He's got his long red tie on. I saw people making fun of his, his are really wrinkled at the front. Suit looks very deviled. He's really taking it in right now. Taking in the crowd. Can't even hear the crowd, though, because the Greenwood is drowning. I think that, uh... I think they probably got the microphones turned off. Their audio from Fox Carolina. Watching this. Audio sucks. He's still just walking around there. He's going to let all of Lee Greenwood play before he podium. I'm waiting for him to start speaking. I grab my bong. Get in the right mindset to listen to this madman fucking opine about how lost a fucking fair election. I saw a right-winger, I believe it was on Rising, talk about how the left is making too much of the notion that Trump is saying that he will be August. Other people, like Sidney Powell on his behalf, are saying he'll be reinstated in August. I take offense to that. Made it sound like it was a very fringe conspiracy theory. It is not. It is the predominant thought. It's one of the two major political parties in the theory. Thank you very much to Lee. Thank you, Lee. Wow. He's been so good. Here we go. Michael, thank you very 
much, and congratulations on your re-election today as chairman of the North Carolina Republican Party. We love this state. Uh, you've done a great Yes, I, I am wearing my fuck Nazi shirt if you're watching this, uh, if you're watching the video on Patreon. I love you too. That's another thing. If you guys, if you're listening to me on the podcast, subscribe to Patreon on forward slash Justin Freakin. One dollar a month. The basic level, all kinds of things. This is going on the one dollar tier. Got all kinds of other shit. The making of a freaking news. Uh, my review of the Super Bowl halftime performance is also up there, but um, probably can't watch it because the NFL has it blocked in almost every country. You can watch it in Zimbabwe. Love you too. It's great to be back in Greenville with so many proud North Carolina patriots. It's flare country. Support our military. We Woo! support our police. Honor our flag. And always put America first. We don't put America second. As we gather tonight, our country is being destroyed before our very own eyes. Crime is exploding. Police departments are being ripped apart and defunded. Can you believe that? Defund up. Is that good politics? Defund Yes, yes, it is very good politics. I can explain I explain why every fucking night. By the way, by the way, we're going to be talking on Monday night show about the latest police killing. Where once again they lied straight out of the straight out of the box, saying that he was a murder suspect. He was not. They lied, lied. Unrest going on. This will be the third night of unrest in Minneapolis after the. They're vicious. They're violent. They, in many cases, hate our country. He's describing his supporters. Bad news from our standpoint, they stick together. They don't have some of the people like we have where they go on their own and they do what they have to. They stick together. And that's the one thing they have. They stick together. But their policy is so bad. And uh, we're going to have a tremendous 2022, just like we did, frankly, 2020. Think of it. More votes than any sitting president in the history of the United States by far. Yes, yes, that is true. He is correct. That's leaving off the fact that you got trounced by 7 million votes, motherfucker. That you were that hated that your opponent demolished you by that much. I believe that's the biggest margin ever in a presidential election. election. Bad things happened, but we had a great election. But you look at our border is wide open. Illegal immigration is skyrocketing at a level that we've never seen before. And this is over a period of a few months. Drugs are pouring in. Gas prices are soaring. Our industries are being pillaged by foreign cyber attacks. That's a lack of respect for our country and for our leaders. And speaking of our leaders, they're bowing down to China. Wow. On the world stage, our freedom is being Everyone knows he bowed down to China, right? Culture. And the Biden administration is pushing toxic, critical race theory and illegal discrimination into our children's schools. Now, you tell me, we take this? Joe Biden and the Socialist Democrats are the most radical left-wing administration in history. Even Bernie Things reactionaries that 
things your actionaries say that would be nice if they were true. This is worse than I ever was. And I don't know if they even know what the hell they're signing. Somebody's drawing these documents and putting it in. It's getting signed. It's a discussion. As if Trump knew what the fuck he was signing at any point in time. The survival of America depends upon our ability to elect Republicans at every level. Starting with the midterms next year, we have to get it done. We have to get it done. We have no choice, actually. We have to get it done. Together, we're going to defund our freedoms. You just uh, take a look at what's happening. We have to defend our... our he said defund our freedoms there, didn't he? There is something up with him. This is not classic Trump. The defunding culture. The defending culture, and they defend the wrong things. We're not going to let it go any longer. We're going to stand up for our values. We have to stand up for our values. And we're going to take back our country, and we're going to take it back at a level that is very, very good for our country, and it's good for our citizens. We're going to take back our country, and we're going to take it back at a level that is very, very good for our citizens. This man is a fucking idiot! Why am I still having to deal with him? And seriously, they talk about how fucking Joe Biden doesn't have cognitive function. Give me a fucking break. Because... We can't allow bad things to happen to our country, and bad, bad things are happening to us. Perhaps like never before, you'll be seeing what goes on, and perhaps like never before. With us this evening are many outstanding North Carolina Republican leaders. Perhaps like never before. What the fuck does that even mean? Including one of the strongest and bravest new voices in the Republican Party. He's been a great supporter of mine. It's just some nebulous fucking bullshit he can throw out there that people can project whatever the fuck they want on him. Stand up, Mark. That's why they love him. He just throws word salad out and they project what they want to be true on this dumb motherfucker. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, Mark. We're also joined by some of your terrific representatives in Congress, and uh, I think Virginia Fox is here, who I just endorsed. Where's Virginia? She's around here someplace. Virginia, thank you very much. Thank you, Virginia. I thought, Virginia, you should have a better seat than that. I'm sorry. A great guy and a friend of mine, a tremendous supporter, David Rouser. David, thank you very much. Thank you, David. This is more name-dropping than Trump does traditionally. Dan Bishop, right from the beginning. Been so good. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Great job. We had a big victory that night, didn't we, Dan? Huh? He said, I don't know if he's going to win. He won. He won big. Richard Hudson. Richard. Thank you. Great job, Richard. Great job. Great job. Somebody I've gotten to know very well, and he is a handsome sucker. Where's Madison? Madison Cawthorn. Fucking Madison Cawthorn. Where's our Madison? Where is our Madison? Thank you, Madison. Thank you. What a great guy. What a good future you've got. Where the hell is Madison? Thank you, Madison. Great job. Thank you very much. If I had a face like him, I would have been president 20 years earlier. 20 years earlier, Madison. Thank you very much. Great job. I think he's got a hard on for Madison Cawthorn. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Greg 
Murphy. Where's Greg? Where's Greg? Thank you, Greg. You're doing a really great job. We're proud of you. We're proud of you. And a friend of mine and somebody that's really been incredible, respected by everybody, Congressman Ted Budd. Where's Ted? Congressman Ted Budd. Good job, Ted. Good job. Sounds like a real winner. And here, as well, are two people that you may know of. Actually, I probably like her better because she was a supporter of mine before he was. People don't know that. Deb Meadows, stand up. Stand up, Deb. But we have to say, Deb, he wasn't far behind. It wasn't like, you know, many, many months. No, he was, he had somebody else in mind, but he switched over very quickly. What? I don't know if he had a choice, right, Deb? Mark Meadows, everybody, a real great guy. And with the spirit and energy and commitment of everyone in this room and the voters all across the state, 2022 is going to be a banner year for North Carolina Republicans. You know, they said this state was, if you look back 10 years ago, Michael, they said this state was finished. It was not going to be a Republican state at all. And they had elected a governor, and it really looked bad. Well, yeah, there was this whole fucking just announced, but others also. system of cheating. It was discovered by the North Carolina Republican Party that caused the whole congressional district to get thrown out. I think they still elected that dude, though. But a Republican strategist died in North Carolina. His daughter was going through a shit and found his his uh, digital files about how they were committing uh, voter fraud in North Carolina. Look it up. Called me just a little while ago to tell me uh, enjoy the state because I love the state. I love being in this state, but I just want to say that this was going to be a Democrat state, and here we are, and uh, we're really dominating when you look at everything that's happened. So congratulations, it's really great to you. I think we're going to gain two or even three U.S. House seats. We're going to take over. If you look over the house, to get rid of Nancy Pelosi. And, and once again, if North Carolina wasn't gerrymandered, my- on an impeachment hoax, not one Democrat, not one voted against. Well, actually, we had one that came. North Carolina wasn't gerrymandered as shit. Actually, but you take a look, and uh, they didn't want to do that, but they just do it. They probably wouldn't be that many Republicans. Very dirty. Area that they're in, Greenville, where UNC is, incredibly blue. Charlotte, incredibly blue. Lay the groundwork for making sure that Republicans once Asheville, if it wasn't uh, cracked into two different districts, would be incredibly blue. We're going to do numbers like you've never seen before. So many things are happening right now, but they're. Uh, we're going to do things like you've never, ever seen before. I stand before you. That I believe. Confident that the people of North Carolina will decisively reject Joe Biden and the radical Democrats, the war on the American worker, the American family, and the American nation. And I have to tell you that I have a very uh, special person. You know, she's been, uh, I love my family. I love my family. And I happened to Laura Trump, who I believe is going to be running for a congressional seat. Very tall no. person, by the way, but not as tall as Barron. 
Aaron is six foot seven. Is he? And Eric is short. He's only six foot six. But we love our Eric and we love them all. They're all great. And uh, he is. He's talking about his sons. But we love them all and they're all great. To a very special woman, Laura. And I'd like to have her. You know, she was born in this particular state. She loves this particular state. And maybe I'd like to ask. Laura Trump to come up and say a few words. Laura, please, come on up. Wonder if he's ever tried to grab her ass. Okay, my people. This woman is a smart woman. She has some charisma. She very well may get elected. I'll keep this brief, but Donald Trump is 2-0 in the state of North Carolina, folks. How about it? Not bad. And I got to thank He's all He's 0-2 in impeachments, though. Father-in-law, ...that we would win this state for him, and we wanted... 0-2 in the popular vote nationally. But I really, you guys know, I was born and raised in this state. I absolutely love the state of North Carolina. My parents, Bob and Linda, are here with my brother, Kyle. They drove in from Wilmington to be here tonight. My brother graduated from ECU right here in Greenville. He's a pirate. And this, this state... I, I don't know what ECU is. UNC is the big car, uh, college in my daughter, University of North Carolina, Greenville. Okay. It's a, it's a hard liberal, uh, liberal arts college. All right. I always went to film school there. Get that one straight. Now, you may have heard a rumor that I have been considering possibly running for... Oh, I wonder where I may have heard that fucking rumor from. So I have been considering it, and it's a big decision. It's almost so like I you planted it out there. It's a big deal, and look, it's something I did a lot of soul-searching, a lot of thinking talking with my father-in-law, my parents, my husband, Eric. He's dangerous, I'm and telling you. Because of the values my parents instilled in me, they taught me that when you do something, you give 100%. That is the only way to operate. Remember, she's and married to Eric. My two kids who are very young, one and three, Carolina and Luke. It is going to be very hard for me to enter this Senate race right now. But... I am saying no for now. Not I asked, I asked Sparkles Just to so join me know. for this. And I came here tonight with my father-in-law because there is a very special person who is going to do an amazing job as your next senator from the state of North Carolina that he is going to announce tonight here in this room. And I can promise you this. Just because my name is not on the ballot, does not mean I am not fighting every step of the way with you here in North Carolina. Because if we're being honest, this is so much bigger than a Senate seat. It's about the future of America. We have to fight. Oh, is she considering running for Senate? We have to have a person in that Senate seat who represents North Carolina and is going to lead this country. I, in the I as a political advisor, would I want to say thank you to everybody. Tell her not to do that. So 
so many people that were so sweet and and poured out so much love for me with the thought of, of me he absolutely could win a congressional seat no for now not no forever at the right time i would absolutely love to come back and consider running for something here in my home state because i love it dearly and before i turn it back over to my father-in-law here's what i want to say we are two and oh but what do you say we go for oh and two and so many things i just pointed it out i love you guys thank you He tried to walk away. He grabbed her for a hug and a kiss. Oh, those polls, if you believe in those polls, Laura. But, you know, she also explained, I love my family. I love your son. I love those beautiful children, and I have to take care of them. And uh, there's something very refreshing. Like, he isn't, like, I'm not even getting a level on him right now that can register. He's so low energy. A lot of the opposite, actually. But uh, that's why you're such a special part of the family. I don't know what's up with him. You look at the polls and the love that the state has for you. It's incredible. So uh, thank you. And I've been putting a little pressure. I said, make your decision, please, because we have to pick somebody. And what I don't want is I don't want a lot of people joining a race that have been big Trump supporters. And then I have to go with somebody because there's somebody in this room that I think is very special. Somebody that I've worked with, always been with me, always been with Mark and Deb and all of us. He's uh, a man that uh, hasn't been pushing me at all, unlike some of the others that are running that won't win. They won't win. You know, we have another race after this one. This man's a great politician, but more importantly, he's somebody that loves the state of North Carolina. He loves the country. Did he just say pushing him, like pushing the Trump agenda, running on Trump? cases they're friends of mine you know they're great people they're thinking about running they want to run they wanted to wait frankly till laura made her decision because she would have been tough she would have been tough and she's uh, very outstanding but i think she did the right thing for her and for her family but this gentleman is going to be your next senator he's going to be somebody that you're going to be so proud of he will fight like hell would you agree with that mark well he will fight like nobody fights and a lot of you don't know him that well. I bumped this motherfucker up 10 decimals, and he's still fucking low. Ted, bud, please come up. Please come up. Please come up, Ted. I am giving him my complete and total endorsement. We're going to work with him. We're going to campaign with him. You can't pick people that have already lost two races. You can't pick people that have already lost two races. And to- You already lost two races! You! You, you lost two fucking races. And total endorsement. Come on up, Ted. Please. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Wow, Mr. President, thank you so much. You know, and, and go back to 2016. I had to turn this dude down. Won, this, won that primary and got here. I was a business guy that never run for office. There is something up with Trump, I'm telling you. Primary, right? And you, 18-way. We came in and we fought. It also looks like he's wearing a diaper or some shit. What the fuck is that? I think you're out there. And boy, his pants are fucking wrinkly. For me in 2018, the Dems outspent me two to one in the worst Republican district. And with your help, Mr. President and Laura, you coming in to help. We won. In 2020, Laura, we fought together. 
We fought to help Tom Tillis win. We fought to keep the North Carolina legislature. We fought for North Carolina judges. You're a heck of a teammate, and you'd be a heck of a senator. Mr. President, I just like these people say they hate government, but they want to be the government so fucking bad. And let's get back to making America great again. I can show you all the graphs from the last 40 years of conservative dominated politics, how it is just decimated, decimated workers in this country. Thank you very much, Ted. You know, honestly, he did not know about this until about uh, 15 minutes before I walked to the podium. And uh, he was uh, very uh, taken by it. And I have read this on numerous occasions, so I'm not saying it myself. Uh, The wonderful, that's a lot of media. That's good. It's hard for them to cancel when you get great ratings, isn't it? First of all, it was kind of hard to find a feed of this. They may edit that out. They don't want to have that. They don't like that. They may have to edit that out, Ted. For, for a former president to be speaking, it was incredibly hard for me to find a feed of this. Hard to cancel. That's okay. They don't like those endorsements. But uh, we've been very, very successful. Literally hundreds to one hundreds to two in terms of the endorsements and the, the power of the endorsement because people respect that I do want to make America great again. We were doing that. We were doing that at a level that nobody's ever seen and putting America first ahead of China and ahead of all of these countries. And people know that that's where we were. And before the pandemic came into our shores, we were doing numbers. The history In history, there's never been anything like it. Unemployment for Everybody, for every group, everybody was the best. He's wrong on that. 160 million people. No, we were never even close to a number like that. And then we had this horrible thing come in from China. And uh, we got that one right, too, by the way. Do you notice? You see what's going on? No, they didn't. It's called the lab. That was an easy one. Wuhan. He wasn't right. But uh, you had this horrible problem. They are all promoting that as if it's truth now. Notice that. Repeat the lie enough. Look how well India's doing. Well, India's not doing too well now, and we've done an incredible job, and uh, most importantly with the vaccine coming up with it, but we've done an incredible job, and uh, so many things have happened, and we built the economy not once, we built it twice. Think of it, because we built it, we had the highest stock market ever, the best job numbers, and then we had to regroup, we had to do a lot of things, we bought... We, we became the ventilator factory of the world. We were making them for everybody, and we had... But, but that's because we fucked up at the beginning. That's because the national stockpile had been depleted because you fucked up. Tremendous job. We never got the kind of credit that we deserve for that. You fucked it up! From everybody, even the other side, although they try and disparage it as much as possible, was the vaccine, coming up with the vaccine. But we did something else... Wasn't wasn't you that did it? I shouldn't call it a bet because maybe you say. And your followers somewhat of a bet. Are like, did you notice? Did you notice just the smattering of people clapping for that? That's because probably most of the people in the goddamn room haven't been vaccinated. 
You want to take credit for a vaccine that you wouldn't take publicly, that we didn't even know you took until after you left office. But of course you, you of course you took it. Cowardly piece of shit. And now you want to get up there and say, oh, I didn't get credit for the vaccine. The vaccine that we would have never known that you even took if it wasn't for Freedom of Information Acts. Leaked report, I don't even remember how we found out. I'm sure he was one of the first people to get vaccinated as well. Worth of vaccine and all forms of getting that vaccine into your body. The needles, the bottles, the whole thing. And, and that's, that's, that is how disgusting it is. Him getting on TV and telling people, hey, I'm getting the vaccine, you should too would have gone a long way in his stupid-ass followers that will do anything he fucking said. Him saying that would have gone a long way getting us to herd immunity. He didn't do it. He was derelict in his duty. And he fucked it up. He fucked up the response to this pandemic. Billions, actually, of dollars worth of the vaccine. And we say not high enough for this a year, maybe more. You wouldn't have the vaccine right now. This room would be empty because they would ask me to be here and I would say, no, thank you. And you would say the same thing. This would be an empty room right now and your state would be in a lot. Wow. These are the people that wanted to open back up what may of last year. They're screaming to open everything up long before we ever had a vaccine. Oh my God, this is pissing me off. A lot of trouble in the country would be in a lot of trouble because you wouldn't have the vaccine until probably October. It might have even been later than that. And one of the things I'm most proud about is we did the vaccine, developed the vaccine, and I pushed the FDA. They have never been pushed, would you say, Mark Meadows? They have never been pushed like that. He was there at a lot of those. Audacity of this piece of, this piece of like shit. That I can tell you. And frankly, the drug companies don't like me too much. I'm just flabbergasted. We're favorite nations where we have to pay whatever the lowest is in the world. That's what we have to pay. Nobody can believe I instituted that. If they leave it alone, you'll soon have the lowest drug prices that we've ever had by. But that doesn't mean that they like bullshit. They spend millions of dollars against me, and that's okay. They have to do what they have to do. But we did things that nobody has ever done. I'm very proud of the biggest bet. This was maybe the greatest bet ever made in the history of the world because we saved a year. We bought billions of dollars of this vaccine before we even knew it worked. And uh, because of that, uh, we've all, most of you, I guess all of you, just about in one form or another, uh, you've had your shots or jabs, as they like to call it. I actually Bullshit! Bullshit! I doubt! But you've, uh, I doubt the vaccination rate in that room is 20%, 30%, tops. And millions of lives, and I'm very proud of it. And nobody can ever take it away from us because that's something that's very, very special. And the people in this room are very... Make no mistake, all the Trumps in that room have had it. All the Republican officials in that room have had it. The Biden administration seems to be putting America last. You look at these negotiations where so many bad things have happened. 48,000... We're not even halfway through this. Oh, God. By President Biden's day one rejection of the Keystone XL pipeline. Why? For what reason did they do that? A Canadian pipeline. The pipeline is much... Selling shell oil to China. It's 
great. And they ended it on just about day one. 48,000. Yes. Not 8,000. They said 8,000. It's 48,000. Think of it. He rejected our pipeline. But it was like a handful of permanent jobs. I had completely stopped going into Germany and all. But parts. now, now the uh, 4,800. I stopped Russia. And I have a very good relationship with President Putin. But there's never been anybody as tough on Russia than I was. And you look at these horrible cyber attacks. You look at all of the things that are happening. Uh, we're in a different world than we were in just a few months ago. Yet there's no better example of Biden's failed agenda than the catastrophic, and you look at it, is what's going on on the southern border? I mean, is there anything that you I mean, this is just like, I know exactly what they're going to say before they and even say it. I know what their America, arguments are. They're, they're so fucking... From the Middle East, they're coming in from... Symbolistic. When I left office, we gave the new administration the most secure border in U.S. history. We had the most secure border in the history of our country. And that included drugs, that included human trafficking, which is a magnificently horrible and big business. Human trafficking, which is magnificently horrible. What? This dude's friend was a fucking human trafficker. I'm sure human traffickers have been all around this motherfucker and that he has taken advantage of the services offered by human traffickers. Not a doubt in my mind. Business, mostly trafficking in women, and the numbers were down to levels that they hadn't seen in many, many years. And all they had to do is just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. If you leave it alone, it would have gotten better and better. And the fact that we built almost 500 miles of wall... And just a few months, it would have been completed. It took two and a half years of litigation. They didn't build shit, and nothing would have been completed. God! But it would have been completed, totally completed, in just a couple of months, and they stopped it. Now, I understand they're starting it again. Uh, that one was just too easy. But wait till they find out what... Wait till they, hey, they were wait replacing they fencing. They're going back to replacing that. more well, fencing. It's going to cost us five times more money now because we weren't prepared. You know, it's the old story. They're the greatest negotiators in the world. They may not have gone to the greatest business schools, but they're the greatest negotiators. It's going to cost us more money because we weren't prepared, he just said, after fucking bungling a pandemic last year. God damn! But we negotiated historic agreements. Not everybody can go to Trump University, sir. El Salvador to stop illegal immigration. We ended asylum and asylum fraud. The fraud of of what was going on at our border was unbelievable. We instituted rapid removals on the border, and that's really rapid. I call it one-day turnaround of criminals coming into our country, sending people home in record time. We have times that nobody ever heard of before. We ended catch and release. That's where you catch somebody. Could be a horrible criminal. You catch somebody, a rapist, a murderer. Could be... It is when you uh, cite them for the infraction of being in the just it's just like a ticket for jaywalking or speaking or something. Cite them and then you let them go and then they come back and they appear in court. A drug dealer and we release them. It's called catch. We catch them and we release them into our country. 
But we didn't do that. We empowered ICE to do their jobs. ICE is incredible. The Border Patrol is incredible. Yes, yes, yes. What you did was tell ICE to log up as many people as they fucking could so that then private contractors that run these facilities could bill the government as much as they possibly could and then do really shitty things like remove women's uteruses. That actually happened. That is a form of genocide that happened in your government, sir. So please miss me with your bullshit. It was not just like every Republican policy is nothing, nothing but a way of funneling public money into private industry. That was all this shit was about the border. By the way, your police force in North Carolina, I've gotten to know them very well. They are incredible. Thank you very much. A lot of them are here tonight. They are corrupt as shit, just like we the police everywhere else cities, in this country. Supported gang members by the thousands and dealt a crippling blow to MS-13. He mentions the police. Once the again, I mentioned I'm wearing a shirt that says, fuck Nazis. The thousands, thousands and thousands brought back to where they came. And those countries didn't want them back. And a little story, I said, well, what do you mean they don't want him back? They weren't taking him back. They didn't want him back. They sent him out. They didn't want him back. And I said, that's bad. And they told me that, sir, we can't take them. They won't let us land planes. They're putting other planes on the runway so we can't land planes. They won't take the buses. I say, how much do we pay those countries? Sir, we pay them $500 million a year. Oh, you do? Tell them we're not paying them anymore. And the next day, I got a call from all three countries. We'd love to have MS-13 back. We think they're wonderful people. We never had a Wow. Uh, no, nothing he is too. saying is anywhere near true. MS-13 is an American gang started in American prisons because of our justice. Up like you've never seen anything open up. After we instituted these policies, the number of illegal aliens coming across our border declined by an astounding 91%. But under Joe Biden, illegal crossings are up nearly 1,000% compared to the same period last year. And that is close to the truth. He's telling the truth there, but there's a lot of caveats to that. Drug dealers, human traffickers, and others just as bad to the United States. Let the United States take care of them. Remember. Just the sheer numbers of in April alone, people entering the country and shit. Not everything else, he said. Were apprehended and mostly released. You know where they were released, right? They were released into our country. And we saw the largest number ever of unaccompanied minors. We've never seen anything like it. If you just watch some of the semi-fair tell, you don't have to watch fair, semi-fair, they talk about it. Because I think they have no choice, and I think they're going to see it more and more. You don't see it too much on the evening news yet, but you're going to see it. Because they're destroying our country. But it is much worse than that. Because... There are at least 1,000 aliens who are simply getting away every single day as the radical Democrats have intentionally, ruthlessly, and systematically dismantled the sovereign borders of the United States of America. We have people just walking into our country. Nobody knows who they are, where they're from. There's no vetting. There's no anything. And some of these people are very, very bad people. Much as I said on that beautiful morning when I came down with our 
future first lady. Yes, yes, that is seared in all of her minds. Who sends her regards. But we came down that beautiful gold escalator in Trump Tower, and I made that statement, and people hated it. It turned out that my statement was very minor compared to the actual facts. It was very, very minor. It's another thing we were right about. Without a border, you cannot have a nation, certainly not a great nation. We fight for other countries' borders, but we don't fight for our own border. Think of it. We fight for other countries' borders, but not for our own. You fought to make sure you demolished the Palestinian border, sir. More rapidly than anyone ever thought possible. I took the flag down, but don't forget, free Palestine. To our country so quickly. Some of those executive orders that are signed are absolutely insane. Biden has halted wall construction, suspended removals and even removables, removals of just horrible, horrible people, stopped enforcement, shredded our groundbreaking, remain in Mexico. So we had that groundbreaking plan that took us a long time to get because Mexico, like the other countries, were taking advantage of the United States. Everybody was taking advantage of us. And we have an agreement Stay in Mexico as opposed to stay in the United States. And a lot of people weren't coming. Our foreign policy is nothing but us taking advantage of other countries. The enforcement was so much better. And it was getting to a level that nobody's ever seen. And then we finally hit that level. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. They turned America into a sanctuary for criminal aliens. And effectively, they were abolishing ICE through agency directives what they I wish and what they've done to our border patrol heroes is incredible by the way there was a kid in a uh entered a contest to rename a city snowplows and one of them submitted the uh name abolish ice for the snowplow I thought that was they love our country despite the worst border crisis in history we've had the smallest number of illegal alien removals ever Recorded 92% of illegal aliens we removed in 2020 had criminal records. You believe that? 90, over 90, and very substantially probably higher than that. I think around 92% had criminal records. And now they're all being set free and released back into your communities. They don't want to bring them back. 92% had criminal records. They actually have a new policy that if we took them out, they're going to let them come back in. It's the most. I mean, technically, I have a criminal record. But the border is just the beginning of the Biden disasters. As you know, we handed the new administration the greatest economy in the history of the world. We passed massive tax cuts, the largest ever, larger than... That is the only goddamn thing you... Oh, 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 I love it. Notice how his tax cuts, the only fucking piece of legislation passed under his administration, got just a tepid response from the crowd. That's all the Republican Party cares about, sir. That's all. It's all about corporate power. But the fans, your fans, are there to hear you rant about immigrants. Talk about how you're going to punish liberals and shit. They're authoritarians. Record regulation cuts. Historic pro-American trade deals and achieved 
American energy independent. Speaking of trade deals, do you know why lumber is so expensive right now? It's because of the tariffs you put on lumber coming from China, from Canada. Talk about trade deals. Go ask a trucker what they think about Trump's trade deals. Go ask farmers. The farm soybeans, what they think about Trump's trade deals. This is one of the most flagrantly full of shit people I've ever seen in my life. How's your gasoline price doing? Actually, I guess uh, you were hit worse than any state, from what I understand, on the cyber attack. It's incredible. It's a lack of respect. After the pandemic began, we launched the fastest... Remember, the one where they couldn't bill customers properly. So they shut it down. To defeat the virus. Yet again, yeah, capitalism. The therapeutics, but we came up with things that are incredible and I think extremely effective. All Joe Biden had to do was sit back and do nothing and it was taking off like a rocket ship. Nobody's ever seen it. Between the economy and all of the other things we did, the border... Instead, the economy is going to hell and inflation is going to cause a catastrophe in the near future. The numbers do not state that at all. Who I don't often quote. Just stated. As I pointed out, a lot of the inflation has to do with his policies. Economic policies take a couple of years. A president, to the extent that they actually have control over something like the economy... Through Federal Reserve policy and shit, that takes a few years to take effect. So if the country is going to hell right now, it's your fault. It's your fault. Literally, your fault. Long ago, think of it, a million jobs a month seemed within grasp. Not long ago, but now it looks like wishful thinking. Isn't that sad? And we would have done much better than that. But that's the New York Times saying it. Monthly jobs numbers have missed expectations the last two months in a row. And you saw the month before that, they exceeded expectations. He left that part off. Devastating numbers, job numbers. Inflation is now at the highest level in 13 years and is going to go up very substantially. It's going to cost you a lot more. Oh, since the last time we had a financial crisis. Americans, and especially on middle income Americans. Biden re-entered the job-killing Paris Climate Accord, a terrible deal that is pro-China, pro-Russia, and anti-America, and will cost America trillions of dollars over the years. I don't even know how uh, how he spends that one to be pro-China, pro-Russia. Plus, he's trying to say it's allowing China to continue to... I think that's one of their arguments is like, oh, it allows China to just keep burning fossil fuels. China has been going green. It's like leading the fucking world in going green. Because China actually um, invests in shit. They look at they look at trends and they understand what's going on. China is like leading the world in green energy right now, sir. But it sounds so nice, right? They still they still pollute because they're a huge goddamn country. Gas prices have increased almost seventy one percent since one year ago. Think of it. Democrats are now attempting... There wasn't a goddamn soul on the roads one year ago. But gas was like a dollar or 99 fucking cents. That's because there was no demand for it, sir. We're in the middle of summer driving season where everybody's wanting to take a vacation because we just came out of a... Or 
are coming out of possibly a pandemic. There is high demand. Simple economics. You went to Brown, you should understand this shit. I'm sorry, Wharton, Wharton. ...to pass the largest tax hike in American history. And it will affect everybody. They're saying it's against the rich. It's against everybody. And a lot of the rich will take off to go to other countries. A lot of the companies that I brought back are going to leave and go back to other countries where they can not have to pay all of their profits out in taxes. They're talking about the biggest tax hike in history by far. Good! They're also pushing a $2.25 trillion... You're talking about other countries, but hey, the the G7 just fucking signed an agreement. You don't want. Well, I'm sure we'll talk about that on tomorrow's Troll Patrol. It might be infrastructure, but most... Actually impose a minimum tax in all countries across the world. Legislation also includes an extreme plan to abolish single-family home zoning, which would obliterate your home values, increase crime, and destroy the suburbs... All to satisfy the far-left agenda of AOC, Bernie Sanders, Rashida Talib, and Ilhan Omar, who's telling us how to run our country. Yes, they're elected officials. You aren't. They actually get to run the country. Dumb fuck. A great experience. She comes from country that's done a wonderful job running their country. Now she's telling us how to run our country. While Democrats push economic policies designed to punish American workers, Republicans must... Apparently, apparently, Ilhan Omar had something to do with Somalia being a failed state when she was a kid. Jesus. Promote and uplift the American worker who we cherish. And that begins with standing up to communist China. Last year, China inflicted an estimated $16 trillion of economic damage onto the United States. This motherfucker bowed down to China just a year and a half ago. I want to be accurate. That claimed the lives of hundreds of this. This dude sucked Xi Jinping's cock in the White House. Look at what happened to the world. Figuratively, possibly. It's not just us. It's the world. And had we not come up with a vaccine... You would have had a 1917 Spanish flu number. They lost, they say, up to 100 million people. You would have had those kind of numbers. You would have had numbers that uh, were just unthinkable. But because of what we've done as a nation, because of the speed that we came up with a vaccine, the world will not have that. Many places in the world are getting better. Even India today announced that they're starting to heal. The media, the Democrats, and the so-called experts are now finally admitting what I first said. Oh, I'm sure he's good friends with uh, Narendra Modi, the far-right nut job that runs India. I'm sure Modi is out. Oh, we're healing. Sure. The evidence demonstrates that the virus originated in a Chinese government lab. Couldn't say it. You couldn't say it. And Dr. Fauci, who I actually got along with, he's a nice guy. He's a great person. Look, there is still no evidence other than circumstantial that says that it came from a lab. None. And they like television. But he's been wrong on almost every issue. And he was wrong on Wuhan and the lab also. Very wrong. And we ended the payments. You know, they were started in... 
2014. And, and yet, yeah, like, uh, one of the things I really want to point out is, like, people like Sagar and Jetty on the Hill, or was on the Hill, topic for another day, always uh, defended their position of, like, they're not coming out and saying that Lab Leak actually happened. What they're critiquing, Sagar specifically, on the Hill, was on the Hill was critiquing the media and social media shutting down the idea of a lab leak conspiracy. Sager's like, oh, we weren't even allowed to talk about it, even though now it might be a possibility. Now, Sager doesn't come right out and say, well, we still have nothing but circumstantial evidence that proves that lab leak. Matter of fact, I think Sager said something. It's becoming more and more apparent that it might be a lab leak or But the evidence is still like nothing saying it leaked from a lab. Nothing but circumstantial evidence. The fact that the researchers got sick. Once again, correlation, not causation. Because I just don't see how a researcher could be taking safety precautions inside a lab and then go out and get sick. Around the time that, like, you see what I'm saying? I feel like it's less likely that a researcher is going to get sick inside the lab because they're taking safety precautions. I think it's far more likely that they were outside the lab not taking safety precautions and were just around the the patient zeros that this happened. And to me, the timeline seems to match up. I feel like if it was a lab leak, they would have gotten sick. Two or three weeks earlier. They would have been in the hospital two or three weeks earlier than what they were. Them being in the hospital around mid-October kind of puts it that they caught it in the wild. I don't know that. I don't know enough about these issues to make an educated guess. I'm no fucking scientist. Being able to assess propaganda coming from both America and China is incredibly difficult. But I want to be as honest as I can with you. Right now, there is nothing more than circumstantial evidence point to a lab leak. Coronavirus. Now, the notion that they have been able to trace back stars and MERS like the exact animal that it came from and they haven't been able to do that with COVID that's that's a question that needs to be answered. That's a red flag. The fact that the researchers got sick in the lab. That is all that is a red flag. Questions that need to be answered. There could be a, another plausible explanation for both of those things. Things with the not being able to trace it back was the fact that when the Trump administration took office, they completely wrecked the CDC. Specifically, pulling us back from our work in China. So I have to wonder, was China's inability, China's inability to be forthcoming with information, along with our scientists not being embedded the way they were pre-Trump, 
Is that one of the reasons why we can't trace it back and find actual animal? Because China tried to cover it up. And we weren't there to help them find the origins. And and make no mistake about it, because China, you know, was dishonest in the beginning doesn't mean that the U.S. didn't do the same fucking thing. Trump administration was incredibly dishonest the entire fucking time. So it's not just a communist problem. Matter of fact, I would I would venture to say that China was dishonest about it because they didn't want to disrupt supply chains. I would say it was probably a very capitalist instinct to try to cover it up. I tell you, Mark Meadows came in and I talked to him and I he saw what I saw and I said. What the hell's going on? When did that start? Started in 2014, and we ended it. Our administration ended it. But generally speaking, I went the opposite way of Dr. Fauci, what he was saying. For instance, Fauci said, do not close our borders to China or Europe. But I did it anyway. And months later, he said, I made the right decision and saved thousands and thousands of lives. He said it was the right decision, but he didn't. Once again, caveats, caveats to all this. I said, wait a minute, this tremendous infection over there. We can't let this happen. And we closed it. And I think we saved hundreds of thousands of lives. You remember the number was 2.2 million people in our country who were expected to die. Fauci said powerfully at the beginning, no masks. You remember that? No, masks don't work. Masks don't work. And then he went into masks, and then he became a radical masker. I would call it, <laughs> if you have three, if you have four, get a pair of goggles also, ideally. And let's wear them for another five or six years. And But Fauci has perhaps never been more wrong than when he denied the virus and where it came from. The time has come for America and the world to demand reparations and accountability from the reparations? party of China. We should all... The nerve! One unified voice that China must pay. They must pay. The United States should immediately take steps to phase in a firm 100% tariff on all goods made in China. You saw what was happening with our tariffs. In fact, you know, the Democrats were fighting the tariffs. Oh, we don't... Well, he hasn't taken those tariffs off. He doesn't want to. Billions and billions of dollars, 25% tariffs on China. Billions and billions of dollars is pouring in. And frankly, uh, if you raise them, a lot of things would happen to China. I think they'd stop building their military. I think a lot of companies would move back to the United States. Sir, 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 now... There is a thing about military bases. China isn't conducting military operations in countries all over the fucking world. We are. China doesn't spend near what we spend on the military. Sir. 
States. And I'm not only talking about China, I'm talking about others. Because you know what China does is they'll sell through other countries. They're very ingenious, they're very smart. Had a great relationship with President Xi until, until the China virus came in. Then it was uh, real tough. We made a tremendous deal. Told you he sucked his dick in the White House. Better than they've ever done because of us, because of me, because of what we've done with our administration. Better than they've ever done. Look at wheat prices and virtually all prices. The farmers are doing the best. And one of the reasons is China's... No! 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 Farmers are saying the exact opposite. And he just said, look at all the prices after rallying about inflation earlier. God damn! Investing with our farmers, they were buying so much of our product. And they continue to do so. We made a great deal. But after the virus came in, I just felt differently. It meant... You know, he destroyed the markets for farmers and then had to subsidize them because he fucked it up so bad. Does that make sense? Does it was some, I used to talk about that. No, it doesn't make sense. That's crazy. That trade deal was great. Look at our farmers. They're starting to do great. You look at beef. You look at cattle. You look at all of the different things, corn, wheat. You look at it. No. When the virus came in. I don't even talk about the trade. This is the first time in a long time I've even mentioned the trade deal. And it's really been very beneficial, but... No, it hasn't. Please look that up. If you are listening to me right now, and you have any doubts about that, look up farmers and what they think about the trade deal. Of all of that money that we collect from tariffs to help bring back... And God, like, God damn, I even think Vice did a... And this was just a few weeks ago, I think. Uh, Vice did a piece where they went and spoke with farmers about... And it might have been pre-election. About like how like Trump actually ravaged the farming industry, and the farmer was like, "I'm still gonna vote for him. I still support him. I can't. I don't remember if it was election or post election." Farmer was like, "Yeah, I'm still with him." From China and other places back to America and back to. The great state of North Carolina, where they belong. Back to life. You know, over the years, back I've to reality. Lots of, hotels and lots of things. And I used to buy my furniture from North the Carolina. The exact opposite of what's going on here uh, at this are convention. You a furniture guy, stand up. There's only one in the room, I think. Right? Furniture. I helped you a lot, right? Good, thank you. Furniture guy must be the guy that owns Blowing Rock, North Carolina. Great to have you. And the, the quality was incredible. Now it's so much of it's made in China, right? So much. And we were stopping that. It was all stopping. And then we had to slow it down a little bit after the pandemic. But it was all stopping. It was all starting to come back here into other places. And I will tell you, I bought a lot of furniture, a lot of things. And a lot of times you'd uh, put furniture made in China into a hotel room and it would break. Somebody sits down in a chair. If you don't sit down lightly, the damn thing would collapse. Then I get sued, as usual, and, you know. But they, uh, nobody ever made it like you made it here and you make it here. So just stay, uh. So he just admitted that his hotels use cheap fucking shit, and then he got sued all the time for it. He just admitted that his hotels used cheap products from China, and that he constantly got sued for it. While talking about how great things made in America are. Stay tuned, okay? Because we were all set to bring it all back. It was all coming back. In addition, all nations should work together to present China a bill for a minimum of $10 trillion to compensate for the damage they've caused. And that's a very low number. 
the damage is far, far greater than that. As a first step, all countries should collectively cancel any debt they owe to China as a down payment on reparations. The nations of the world should no longer owe money to China. China has destroyed so many nations. I mean, we came out better than anybody. Our economy is stronger now than any other nation. Nobody's recovered like us because... Wait, 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 wait. He just admitted that our economy is stronger than any other nation. Speaking right now, currently... Our economy is stronger than any other nation right now. After he just talked for what? 30 fucking minutes about how Biden is, is wrecking the country? Jesus. Because of what we've done, because we laid a great economic foundation and because of what we've done with the vaccine and the also what we've done with the distribution, the distribution of the vaccine. But China should owe money to the nations of the world. They've been destroyed. These nations have been destroyed. Sadly, the current administration is very timid. I think we owe reparations to Vietnam, North Korea, Granada, Cambodia, Iraq, Libya, Kosovo. You'd like me to go on? Afghanistan. Hunter, who had no experience, walked out with one and a half billion dollars to manage. You know how much money you make on one and a half Cuba. billion dollars to manage? They need Haiti. All, all the fucking banana republics. They don't want their advice. I spoke to somebody on Wall Street. We owe reparations to the entire fucking world. Somebody, I said, who's one of the biggest? I said, do they do this? He said, I can't get money. And this guy's record is better than anybody. No, that's a disgrace. We must never forget that Joe Biden and his family took millions of dollars from the Chinese Communist Party. That never happened. They brought them off. They never happened. They lied about it to the American voters. Joe Biden is bought and paid for by the American credit card industry. All of a sudden, it was canceled. They didn't want to talk about it. The big tech. He has never, ever, ever been accused of doing business with China. Trump has. Trump has multiple business dealings with China. That's true. Yeah, those red lights. Well, there's one over there. What the hell network are you with? Fox Carolina, probably, because it's the only place I can find a fucking stream. The American voters and now Joe Biden are doing what they're doing is just terrible. And, and to the American voter and to, the, to our great country, our great country, because we are greater than China. There is nobody like us. Nobody has the people that we have. Nobody has the... Sir, 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 China has a great wall. He don't. Just wanted, just wanted to throw salt in the wound for you there. The genius that we have. Nobody has the things or the system that we have when it works, but it's broken right now. It's they have a great wall. Whether it's elections, whether it's business, whether it's taxation, whether it's so many different things, nobody has what our country has. The Biden administration. And nobody has the amount of wealth inequality that we have. disaster. After another, and you know the former Secretary of State, he said, Joe's never made a good foreign policy decision. Biden cravenly lifted sanctions on Iran. Oh, Iran. Oh, I would have had a deal in one week. One week. I, I, if I won, I even told them. You I had said, four years. Get the election over. We'll make a deal. 
It would have been a great deal. Now they're actually asking for You money. shit on the deal. And also, I don't think I don't think Biden has lifted sanctions. $1.8 billion yet. in cash. Now they're actually asking for money. They never asked me for money. It's unbelievable. No, no, we unfroze their assets. Many things. That's one. Look at what's happening with North Korea. Remember when I first came in? We were going to war with North Korea. War is inevitable. Nuclear war we're talking about. And he's pretty well stocked up. And I got along with him. It started. I, I think he's weekend to Bernie's now. Along great. I don't know that he's even alive anymore. And there were no problems. You don't even hear about North Korea now. You're starting. Yeah, we don't. Because he doesn't. We don't hear about North Korea because there has been an internal conflict going on. Don't exactly know what's going on. Kim Jong Un has been fucking forced in his appearances. Been rumors that possibly his sister has taken over. Apparently, the society doesn't feel that women can be leaders. However, she's apparently a pretty strong arm authoritarian. You don't hear about North Korea right now because they they've got some state turmoil that's going on. They're trying to keep under wraps. Also, the pandemic, like. I think they saw an opportunity when you were coming into office to saber rattle because they thought the U.S. was weak and they got what they wanted out of you, by the way, to legitimize them on the world stage, you stupid piece of shit. Oh, I haven't I haven't done it. Let's test out my stingers. Right wingers are morons. And and just for good measure, content warning fuckers. His face is offensive. I like Biden very much, and there's nobody to talk to. Kim Jong-un. He's a different kind of a guy. I think he's dead. Takes a different kind of a guy to talk Brain to. Brain dead. But I got along with him. You fell in love with him. Remember when I had the meeting, they said, he's given so much. He's given. I said, I haven't given anything. They said, hmm, that's a problem. All right. Then they said, no, no. You agreed to meet. I said, well, what the hell is that? It's a plane trip and it's back and forth. Yes, you legitimize him on the world stage, which is what they wanted. And also, you agreed to stop running the military exercises with South Korea. That's what you agreed to. But, you know, the sanctions were all left massive. Nobody's ever been sanctioned like them. Or Russia, by the way, Russia. Not only the pipeline, but Russia. Look at the sanctions on Russia. Nobody's ever, yet I got along great with Putin. But I got along great with Kim Jong-un. Got along great with everyone. Not all. Nobody was tougher on Russia than me, but I got along great with with Putin. They understood that. So when I want to reduce 52,000 soldiers, take out 25,000 soldiers, which costs us just... Tens of billions of dollars. Take out 25,000 soldiers. Is that what you told Putin before he put bounties on their heads? Huh? Huh? Is that is that what you said, Trump? Everyone goes crazy, but I did the right thing, and they would have done anything, but now they want to put everybody back. It's a shame. Biden's also beholden to America's enemies, that, and so beholden. Nobody's ever seen anything that he actually criticized Israel while the Jewish homeland was under attack. By thousands and thousands of rockets and missiles launched by Iran. It was launched by Iran. It was a uh, betrayal huh. of Israel 
when you look at what happened in Congress. You know, it used to be 10 years ago, 12 years ago. There were some Israel today. instigations by Iran, yes, but no, no, he's wrong on that one. The House of Representatives, you have to deal with them all the time. And uh, Israel is really almost out. It's almost out. It's a very, very terrible thing. And Biden foolishly eliminated the travel ban on terror-afflicted countries. I said, I don't want people in from countries that blow up each other. I don't want them in. I don't want people in that are going to blow up our shopping centers. I don't want people in that are going to blow up our cities. Well, then we need to deport your supporters then. They said I didn't win, and they were right. I lost at the lower court. I lost at the second court. And then I won at the Supreme Court, and we have a travel ban. And now they want to give it up. When the press talks about the travel ban, do you ever notice that he lost in court? And they're right. I lost here, I lost there, and then I won. We got the travel ban. They don't mention the last one. But we have a travel ban, and they are ending the travel ban, as I understand it. So they don't mind people coming in that like to blow things up and kill people. And he's taking action to— And I don't think he won in court. I think they struck it down and said you need to do something different. Seven hundred. The, the other band, like there was like a th- like it but took like three times over two thousand in order to get one that would actually go through the courts. And up and I don't know. He left that part off. They don't need them for voting. And a lot of people say they want them for voting, but they don't need them because they cheat so much in the voting. You don't have to go through this process. Okay. They don't need them. I keep saying you don't. They don't need them for voting. They just throw the ballots in there. Just what do we need people coming in? We don't need that. We'll just throw those ballots in there and many other things. Yep, they're destroying our country, and now Biden is being open. You know what? We should just go ahead and embrace it. Be like, yeah, Democrats do cheat. So what? They're taunting us. And taunt them. Get them to to stay home. Yeah, we cheat. There's nothing you can do about it. Nobody talks about that. Nobody talks. The news didn't cover it. Not one network covered it. Now, when I made the best speech I've ever made, they said it was at West Point. And it was pouring, and I had a ramp that was an ice skating rink. And I called, I said to the general, I said, General, I may have to grab you because the last thing I'm doing is going down. <laughs> so I walked gingerly down. That was on every newscast in the world, and I never went down either. I never went on my ass, I'll tell you. I wasn't going to fall. I think that was a booby trap. I think I'll never forget that ramp. That was like a. Oh, yeah. West Point was trying to booby trap you, sir. That ramp was long and steep. I said, General, I might have to grab you, but I'm not going down under. And unfortunately, I wasn't wearing American shoes. I had Italian shoes, nice leather. Leather. It's like an ice skating rink. Yeah, I doubt anything you buy is made in America. The Biden fall, the triple fall. I call it the triple fall. Under my administration, America was respected again, totally respected. We withdrew from the disastrous Iran. So respected that you bought your shoes from Italy. God damn. Clear deal. We stood with Israel, recognized Jerusalem as its eternal capital. And recognized Israeli sovereignty over the Golan Heights. They've been working on that for 55 years and I got it done. We decimated the ranks of the world's top terrorists. Legal settlement. We got our allies to pay their fair share. We stood up for our freedoms and for our country. And we stood up to America's adversaries like never before. Nobody's ever done what we've done. I got other countries with NATO 
to pay. We were paying for NATO. We were paying for NATO. I got him to pay $430 billion. Nobody knows. It is the North Atlantic Trade Organization. NATO is probably my single biggest fan. Secretary General of NATO, they couldn't believe. You know, if you look at NATO... NATO facilitates the imperialism of the United States. Okay. Of course we pay for it. Protecting them militarily. And how about Germany? They pay Putin, they pay Russia billions of dollars for energy, and then we protect Germany from Russia. How does that work? Think of it. They pay Russia billions and billions for the pipeline that nobody even knew was being built until I started making it a big case, because I said, why are you doing this? You're paying them billions of dollars, and then we're protecting you from them. What the hell kind of a deal are we? What are we doing? It's not believe. I could name so many. I could say so many different things. South Korea. So he has a problem with free trade. Hundreds of millions of dollars a year. They hadn't paid for years and years and years anything substantial. And my deal was they were going to pay billions of dollars and it would have already taken place. And I refused to renew the deal. The deal expired. He knows better than anybody. I said, we're going on a month-to-month basis. Do you believe it? They wanted, we want a five-year deal. I said, no, 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 because you're not paying us. Why are we protecting you? You took our television business, you built the ships, you built everything, you're making a fortune, and you're not paying us for military protection. And we're protecting you against a very hostile nation. Why? And they were very angry. They're great negotiators. Because it's in our best interest. Why they agreed to pay hundreds of like we, we, millions of dollars. You know any history, first of all. Like, there's, there's the like budget a- had already been passed. I said, that's okay. How we became allies with South Korea against North Korea, like a hundred years of history that goes into this. We have absolutely no fucking idea, at least just to do the broad overview of the Korean War and that, that I'm sorry, the Korean conflict. Easy. In January, February, we're going to meet and you're going to pay us $5 billion a year. And they said, no, no, no. But eventually they said, you know, I can tell when they're going to, they're about ready to fold. So we didn't renew the deal. And we were going to get billions and billions of dollars from South Korea, who we protect. And they're great. They're wonderful. Everything's wonderful. But we were being taken advantage of. Again, kill us on trade and kill us on the military. And what happened? They just renewed it for a cost of living increase. Think of it, a cost of living increase. So we've been protecting them for 85 years. Wait. And uh, they'll pay if you ask them. Nobody asks. In fact, they said, I said, why are we paying for your military? Because that is the way it has always been. Well, that's not a great answer, I didn't think. I said, but that won't be the way. But I guess he turned out to be right because they just. I've got no clue what he's talking about here. A cost of living increase of less than 1%. We would have gotten at least $5 billion from them. We fully rebuilt the U.S. military and created the first new branch of the United States Armed Forces in 75 years called the Space Force, so desperately needed. A lot of so desperately lot of needed. happening right here on the Space Force, too. We ended the forever wars in Iraq and Syria and Somalia and Afghanistan. We brought them back home. And this is just the That's not true at all. Down to very few soldiers. And- I love how he was talking about Somalia earlier when he was talking about Ilan Omar and how she couldn't fix her country when she was a kid, came over here as a refugee. fucking G. Oh, there was a forever war by the United States and Somalia? Huh. 
I wonder if that might have something to do with conditions. By the way, Trump escalated that, and a lot of the peace deals he did in the Middle East were just arms deals. There were normalization of relations so we could sell arms to them. This war is so bad, so bad. I'd visit soldiers at Walter Reed Hospital where the doctors are truly fantastic what they can do. But I'd see these young people that were just blown to pieces. And it's just, it's so sad. I'd uh, be at Dover where the these magnificent machines would come in, the big cargo planes, and that door would open up and there'd be a coffin in the back and the military the soldiers would take that coffin and walk it off the plane and i'd be with the parents an hour before and would be talking and i'd say to the general in charge general the parents seem to be okay and it'd say no they're not sir they're not okay i said general i'm having a great conversation and the mothers oftentimes would say, oh, my son was such a great football player. Sir, he had an arm that was so powerful. He was so strong. And he could throw a ball so far. He was such a good player or other things. They tell me these stories about, they just were so in love with telling the stories about their son or their daughter. In some cases. They- yeah, I bet. And then I'd look at the general and say, well, it's amazing the way they can handle it. And then the plane would come in, and the general would say, Sir, it's not going to be good. And that door would open up, that big back door, right, would open up from this incredible... Now, I want you... This is, this is, this is an incredible insight. This is a sociopath describing emotions that he's never felt and can't comprehend to an audience. You understand that, right? He is describing something completely foreign to him. Compassion. Love for their children. You know, feelings. The army tanks like it's nothing. And it would open up. And there'd be one or two or three or four coffins. And I'd see the same people that were talking to me so jubilant about their child, how great the child was, would start screaming, screaming. Well, yeah. Screams like I've never heard before. It it was the most uh, terrible thing to watch. And the general in charge would say, sir, um, you're going to see things that you maybe will not have seen. Like what, general? He said, Mothers and human fathers, emotion, even fathers sometimes breaking through the military ranks and jumping on top of the coffin. And I got to see that one time where a mother was just, uh, she was just absolutely, she was devastated. She jumped on, and these incredible, extremely fit soldiers are taking that coffin. And, and also notice the framing. Everything is about how that affected him and his response to that around him. This is fascinating. They would just keep walking. They wouldn't do a thing. They would just keep walking. And the mother was on the coffin. And this is for Afghanistan and for Iraq and for these other places where so many mistakes were made where we shouldn't be. And we can't do that. And we're moving them out. We're moving them back. 
21 years, you know, you've heard 19 years, but it's not 19, now it's 21 years in Afghanistan. Uh, it's enough. And we haven't lost a soldier in Afghanistan since January last year. We haven't lost a soldier. We, we've not been in Afghanistan since 2000. Pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. So it's hard to believe the records the Biden administration is doing, and I'm very glad that he's continuing to move them out. I think it would be very hard to stop, to be honest. I think, frankly, stopping would be very, very hard. But uh, so I'm very honored by the fact that they're continuing to bring those soldiers home. Now, apparently this motherfucker tried to pull all our troops out from everywhere, all over the world, as soon as he lost the election. As a military he wanted to pull all of our troops out of everywhere. That, a very big, very powerful country? that is just like, you know what I mean by that. I agree with it. We've been doing but why did he want to do that? When we got into Iraq, I said as a private individual many years ago, don't go, but if you're going to go, keep the oil. We didn't keep the oil. And they make a lot of money with that oil. I know how much money they make. They make a lot of money. And we are looked upon as not very smart people. And not You are, for sure. So... We're doing things that nobody thought were possible. The radical Democrat Party has become... The radical Democrat Party. The unquenchable thirst of power. You know that. I don't know. You know, it's a term that I've heard. The unquenchable thirst for power, says the man who instigated a coup to stay in power. Power, power, power. I don't know. I think it's power. It's money. I think it's a lot of things. I don't think it's just power. It's too ridiculous. They want to take away freedom of speech. They want to take away... Projection. 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 legislation in Congress to take away your guns. You know, your guns are under siege. You do know that. He's the one that's like, take the guns first. Nobody ever thought what is happening would happen. In Texas, I said, we're going to win. We won Texas by a lot. We won Texas, by, but they were against... Just barely won Texas. And God. And then you'd listen to the fake news. It's going to be a very close race in Texas. It was! Very close at all. Republicans must never waver in protecting the Second Amendment and keep and bear arms. We have to keep... We have to have that power to keep and bear arms. If we don't, we will have a problem like nobody's ever seen before. But they want to take away your guns. And I said it before the election, and I say it after the election. He's the one who wants to take away the guns. The Biden administration has also issued regulations to indoctrinate America's school children with poisonous and divisive left-wing doctrines, such as critical race theory and exact opposite of the American belief that we all are created equal in the holy image of God. Uh, we have uh, a group of people. I don't know where they come from, but it's terrible. Just as the state House of Representatives has done right here in North Carolina, Republicans at every level should move immediately to ban critical race theory in our schools. And we should ban it in workplaces. We should ban it in our states. And we should ban it in the federal government. And it should be done immediately. Cancel culture is also a really big problem in this country, and the radical left wants to ban everything. I, 
Just like the fucking amount of bullshit. I've run out of adjectives. Like, this is astounding. It's befuddling, dumbfounding. Washington Democrats are also pushing legislation to spend billions and billions of dollars on phony civic education, giving students academic credit to show up. Phony civic education, like doing shit like teaching about the Tulsa race massacre from 100 years ago. That fucking most of this country still doesn't know happened. At protests, can you believe that? And make themselves into left-wing activists. And how badly do they? Wait, treat wait, wait! Civics classes were giving credit for going to protests. Compared to people, sounds good. Sounds totally reasonable. Happened in Portland. Nothing's happening with these people, and they do kill people, and they burn down buildings, and they go after. Not true. Not true. Not true. He sent federal goons after a guy in fucking Portland if government and killed him in the streets are going to indoctrinate children with radical ideas, Republicans must immediately pass legislation to empower every parent in America to... Listen to this! Listen to this! He wants to pass legislation to stop ideas. He literally said it! And these are the people that are telling me that cancel culture is a problem in this country. He just said he wants to pass legislation to stop ideas. This is hands down an authoritarian piece of shit. The insanity and send their child to the public, private, charter, or religious school of their choice. Get another program to funnel public money to private institutions, charter schools. The Socialist Democrats' quest for whatever it is they're looking for, because nobody knows, I don't even think they know, truly knows no bounds. The slander that they cause, they slander our country. What? Disparage our founding, divide our children. And as we've seen time and time again in recent years, the left is willing to weaponize the law itself to persecute their political opponents. There are people in this room that have been persecuted. He literally blackmailed the leader of another country to get them to make up an investigation about his political rival's son. I, I oh my God. They live in a different world. New York radical left prosecutors are right now spending vast amounts of time and money. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Now we're going to get to the heart of the matter. All the investigations about him in New York. Sir, I hope you will be in a jail suit before the end of this year. The lives of innocent people, really, really good people. We're talking about the lives of innocent people. How about the, the Central Park Five? Let's talk about the lives of innocent people. You thought they should still be put to death even after it was proven they were innocent. Fuck. To inflict pain on me, the radical left movement in New York 
There's no place where it's worse or more corrupt. And most importantly, to stop our movement, 75 million voters plus, plus, plus. That's what I say. Hundreds of thousands of dollars of radical left Democrat money have been paid to these prosecutors in the form of campaign contributions. Go get Trump. Go get him. And now a new group of far-left Democrats are seeking the prosecutor's office. Literally, literally raised money off of the phrase locker up referring to Hillary Clinton. Fuck you. Fighting for who will be the toughest on Trump. They're going to get elected. Whoever's the vicious, the most tough. They don't know anything about me. We're going to get Trump. What did he do? Well, we don't know, but we'll figure it out. Washington. I've got a laundry list of shit you did, including raping a child. Millions of pages of documents. Well, when did he do a deal? Oh, did he do another deal? Did he? They're going through every deal, every deal I've ever done. Millions and millions of pages. If there's a comma, mistake. If there's a misspelling, it's problems. You know what? It's a disgrace to our country. It's process- You are a disgrace to our country. They're in search of a crime. The Republican Party is a disgrace to our country. The oligarchy is a disgrace to our country. And they mention it can't be a fishing expedition. This is the ultimate fishing expedition. It's been a five-year-long witch hunt, hoax after hoax. Russia, 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 Ukraine, the Mueller hoax. Look at the Mueller scam. Wow. How well did he do before Congress? It wasn't too good, was it? Lie after lie, corrupt investigation after corrupt investigation. Do you remember when they found out it was Hillary Clinton and the Democrats that paid for the dossier, the fake news? It wasn't. It was the Republicans. It was Hillary Clinton. It was his own opponents in the Republican primary. Now, Hillary picked it up and and began funding it. After the primary, a total phony deal paid for by the Democrats and crooked Hillary Clinton. Paid for by the Republicans. It started by the Republicans. By the way, where's Durham? What happened to Durham? Where is? Has anyone seen Durham? All he ain't got shit. Just like every other time you tried to fucking find voter fraud and stuff like that. Shit. Now there ain't shit there. Same information. From the no collusion Mueller investigation. Now let's hear about Hunter Biden. In New York. They send everything that they've already gone over and over. And send it into New York. Let the radical left prosecutors. But Hunter Biden gets away with it. Just watch, it watch. He's going to say it. Say, give it a shot. They failed in Washington. They failed all over the place. Between the impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, all of these investigations. Ah, oh, shit, we failed. Let's send it to the radical left prosecutors in New York. Maybe they can have more luck. They'll never stop until November of 2024. They won't stop. There's no better example of the Democrat and media corruption than the 2020 election hoax. He didn't mention Hunter Biden. As you know, the evidence is too voluminous to even mention. All you have to do is read the article in Time Magazine, cover story in Time Magazine. I'm not a big fan. I was on the cover a lot. Perhaps a record. A lot. I got to a point, you know, if I was ever on the cover, I was on the cover of Time Magazine before I did this political thing. And I read every word I studied. I wonder what that means. It was actually a very good story. You know, I used to actually get good press. Can you believe it? 
I guess that's how I got to be president, when you think about it. But I used to get great press. But Time Magazine... Boy, that's the truest thing he ever said. ...help themselves. They had to brag about what they did in November. They had to brag. And that story just goes 25% of the way. But if you take it a little bit further, you'll just read that and you see how... I have no clue what he's talking about now. You look at what happened on that evening when the election was won. And all of a sudden, vast amounts of votes were taken in, just in certain states, swing states. Swing states that I was leading by a lot. Then all of a sudden, oh, something happened. It was a disgrace to our country. And if you think people don't see it, people see it. People have seen it. The 2020 presidential election. That election, the 2020 presidential It has been a lot less about the election than I thought it would be. Election Although this was going to be an hour and a half. There's never been anything like this. About the- they use COVID and they use the mail-in ballots. To st- I mean, tangentially it was, but he did talk about accomplishment. Third and he actually did a good job of promoting the candidates that are there. Look at what took place. I want to congratulate Good a job as Trump could do. State senators in Arizona and other places for their great work. That they are doing and exposing this fraud. And maybe, again, I have nothing to do with the Arizona situation. They're doing it. The state senate of Arizona, because there are so many discrepancies. So many they're a bunch of dumb fucks. So many people about the corruption and what took place. So they're doing it. Let's see what happens. They'll be finished in three or four weeks. It'll be very interesting. But I'll tell you, I take, and maybe they'll find nothing. Maybe they'll say, oh, it was a wonderful, perfect election. But maybe not. And now they're looking at it in Pennsylvania, and they're looking at it in Georgia, and they're looking at it in many other states because they're saying, you know, the same things happened. Now, there, there's your hoax, sir. That election will go down as the crime of the century, and our country is being destroyed by people who perhaps have no right to destroy it. Zuckerberg broke the law, spending millions of dollars. Don't you think he broke the law? Millions of dollars to get out the vote efforts in highly Democrat areas. You know, he used to come to the White House. He'd call, oh, could I have dinner with you, sir? Sure. Could I bring my wife? Oh, absolutely. He actually walked into the office one day in front of numerous people. Congratulations, sir. Why? He said, you're number one on Facebook. He said to me, you're number one on Facebook. I said, thank you very much. I appreciate it. We had a nice dinner. I'm sure he was the number one topic on Facebook. Well, I guess it's human nature. But we can't let our country be run by that kind of human nature, can we? Zuckerberg. It's another beauty. But they st- I would just like to say that, and, and this was one of the things that I brought up after the election, I kept saying, I'm, I'm going to be glad when we're moving on from Trump and I get to actually talk about policy matter. The Troll Patrol has gotten to do that for at least the last two or three months. We've gotten to watch clips from Senate House committee hearings and shit, really dive into policies. It's been nice that I just haven't I haven't had to run down like this is a lie, 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 over and over and over again from this 
fucking clown show. It has been refreshing just to deal with people that are, you know, serious. That aren't just a farce of a human being. And and watching this, we're, we're an hour and 17, 47 seconds into this video. We've got another 10 minutes, less than 10 minutes. We're less than 10 minutes away from the end of this, thankfully. Finally. And this is has illuminated totally for me. Thank God this motherfucker is gone. I, you know, I had the caller the other night. He had legitimate points about Joe Biden. There is criticism level at Joe Biden. I do not regret my vote. Thank God adults are finally back in charge. This is literally the emperor has no clothes. This man was president. People were just feeding him bullshit. And we had to act like up wasn't down, down wasn't up, whatever, whatever, you know what I mean. Like the, the fucking reality wasn't actually the way we saw things. And I, honest to God, there is no way I can ever let this motherfucker return to office. Like I, I have to help organize against him. Get out the vote. I will make phone calls if I have to. The Republicans in the current form, this Republican Party can never be allowed to have power in this country. And to, we need to make sure that they're they're not running these states anymore. I live in a solid red state. And it's the exact reason why we rank last in virtually everything. Democratic Party isn't going to fix anything. Democratic Party is corrupt as fuck here as well. But shit, anything is better than these people that just, they don't acknowledge reality. Alright, let's let him take it on home. It's probably only going to be like two or three more minutes of actual Trump. He's danced to YMCA, I would assume. Say they may allow me back in two years. I'm uh, I'm not too interested in that. They may allow me back in two years. We got to stop that. Two years? Let it happen. So unfair. They're shutting down an entire group of people. Not just me. They're shutting down the voice of a tremendously powerful, in my opinion, a much more powerful and a much larger group. Because you know what? No. When the Democrats say defund the police, open borders, sanctuary cities, all of these horrible... I wish those were the Democratic positions. Their policy is terrible. And I say a lot now. There's no way they go 50-50. Who the hell wants to defund the police? Look at what's happening where they're defunding the police. Me! Me! Crime goes down! Crime goes down! Because the cops are the fucking criminals! 50, 60, 100%, 131% in one city. They don't even know what to do. But they keep doing it. The policy is so bad. You know what? They're smart. And I said, they're vicious and they stick together. But I don't believe it's 
Because our country isn't there. We're not a 50 No, no, it's not 50-50. It's not 50-50. The Democrats in the Senate represent 40 million more people than the Republicans. It is not 50-50 by a long shot. And you guys are the minority. To fund the police and to have sanctuary cities where criminals are allowed to be protected? I'm telling you, I think a lot of these elections where they always seem to have an advantage, I don't believe it. I can't believe that some of these states that are blue, that they're blue. I know those people. They're smart people. And I see so many people. They love me because they love what I stand for. And they're not into these things. There's something going on. And I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people you yeah. meet that aren't into the things you're into, the sir. election process. Because I don't believe we're a 50-50 nation. We're not. We're I just explained it. Evenly. They can't be split. There's, this is it's not. elections, possibly, and we can't allow it to go on. And I can tell you, and you'll see it, because... More and we can't allow it to go on. That's why we must have statehood for Puerto Rico. So we must have statehood for D.C. Expand democracy. If the people of Puerto Rico want it. There's some debate about that. It needs to have a true referendum on it because it's close but no matter what they want Puerto Rico wants independence or they want to be a state they need to not be a territory anymore We've got several other territories we also should make state I, I don't think we should stop with DC perfectly clear Honest to God, let's go ahead and combine North and South Dakota back. That does not need to be two states. Once again, that hurts Republicans. Or democracy hurts Republicans. Recent election, dead people voting. Dead people. Didn't happen. Dead people voting. Now, 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 we did have a case where a dude killed his wife because she wouldn't vote for Trump and then voted for him. So if that's what you want to want to talk about dead people voting, that's that's the case that stood out to me, sir. Because all the other cases that the Republicans threw out got investigated, and like they went and knocked on the doors of the people, like, "No, I voted. I'm 97 years old, so you're smoking a cigarette. I voted. I want. I voted to get rid of Trump." I'm telling you, you can look it up. They said people were voting out of state, and it turned out that was that was military families, where they were stationed somewhere else, but they voted in their home state. That, that, those were the kind of votes that Trump was questioning. Apply to vote. So you had people that are dead that applied to vote. And by the way, I'm talking about thousands of people. Thousands. Never happened. Thousands Never happened. Never happened. Illegal aliens voting. Never Indians happened. Getting paid to vote in certain states, including. I won't say never happened. I'm sure. I'm sure there are people that weren't legal citizens that tried to cast votes. Usually, when that happens, it's they were mistaken. They thought they were a legal citizen. They thought they could vote. Seriously, it's not some nefarious plot against Trump, like the, like he paints it. Those instances, at least. To get paid to vote. 
It's a terrible You paid to vote. We have to clean up those rolls. We have to do so many things. Or we're not going to have a country if you don't have election integrity. And they love voter purges of rolls. And they're like, oh, well, you got to purge the rolls to get the, the old voters and everything off. Well, what inadvertently happens is they end up purging thousands of actual voters. And then those people don't know they've been purged. And then by the time the election comes around, they can't vote. That's why they love these voter purges. You don't have strong borders. Our country can be run like a dictatorship, and that's what they'd like to do. I don't even think Biden is the dictator. If anybody knows who the hell is running that operation, could you let us know? Because I don't think it's Joe, but who the hell knows? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. And with all of the things... Isn't this going- so wild? I, You know, I've got a ton of gripes with Joe Biden, but, like, the motherfucker is there. Like, I saw him, like, doing a jog and, like, Riding a bike, he fucking poured it in that truck, and like he driving clearly. I, honest to God, I thought he is slower than what he was I, when we were in the primaries. And now this part, this might be part of my bias, you know, as a, as a Bernie fan. But when you watched a video of Joe Biden in the primary in 2019. Compared with a clip of him from when he was still vice president in 2015, he had lost a step. Now the man's old. He's lost a step, clearly. But that doesn't mean, like, not fucking Trump. Trump, like, he has rambled this entire time. None of this has been cogent. It's been incoherent bullshit. Now, I'm some sort of fucking, you know, a masochist. Is that the one that likes pain inflicted? Apparently, I'm a masochist for this kind of shit. I sat here and watched this willingly, and I'm not even live right now. I'm not talking to an audience. I'm posting it later as a bonus. What kind of fucking masochist does this shit? That's the only reason I'm watching him run. Sorry, I'm sorry. Seven minutes of this. Let's get through it. Especially the prosecutorial misconduct that's going on at a level like nobody's seen for many, many years. Wow. That's all that's happening. And that's what they're doing. They want to silence you. They want to silence your voice. Projection. Remember, I am not the one trying to undermine... American democracy. I'm the one that's trying to... He just said the words... I'm not the one trying to undermine American democracy. Six months to the day that I'm watching this, this speech from yesterday, Saturday, June the 5th, I am watching this on Sunday, June the 6th. Six months exactly 
to the day that he led an insurrection to stop a constitutionally mandated process at our nation's capital and attack on this very country. Because he did not like the result of a democratic election and he had the fucking audacity say that he's not the one. How did he say it again? What? Integrity. And if you don't have strong borders, our country can be run like a dictatorship and that's what they'd like to do. I don't even think Biden is the dictator. If anybody knows who the hell is running that operation... Could you let us know? Because I don't think it's Joe, but who the hell knows? Maybe it is. Maybe it is. And with all of the things currently going on, especially the prosecutorial misconduct that's going on at a level like nobody's seen for many, many years, that's all that's happening. And that's what they're doing. They want to silence you. They want to silence your voice. Remember, I am not the one trying to undermine American democracy. I'm not the one trying to undermine American democracy. Wait! Be watching this six months to the day that he literally tried to undermine American democracy. This is I, I I need something special for this one. You gotta you gotta hold on. I didn't have it already. Fire it, but like I, I've gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta have it for this one, right? Do you think we're stupid? You think we're fools? Yes, Rudy. Yes, I do think you're stupid. I do think you're fool. Goddamn one of you. Wow. Going on, especially the prosecutorial misconduct that's going on at a level like nobody's seen for many, many years. That's all that's happening. And that's what they're doing. They want to silence you. They want to silence your voice. Remember... I am not the one trying to undermine American democracy. Wow! Wow! I can't get, I can't get past that sentence. And like this entire time I've been on this stream, I've been, I've been telling you about how it's like fantasy land here really is opposite day. Everything he has said has been the opposite of the truth. I'm the one that's trying to save it. Please remember that. Wow. I Guys, like, I... Like, I have just, there's chills down my back right now. Not in a good way. This is fucking scary. This is fascist bullshit right here. 
Wow. We all know what happened with the election. I am not high enough we for this shit. Never, ever let that happen again. And we're going to go forward and we're going to continue to look and things are being found that is not even believable. But we have to do that because without going back, you're not going to go forward. The thing that I get most is that, sir, we can't let that happen again. If we're going to, if we're going to work and work and spend money and make contributions, sir, will the same thing happen in 2022 to Ted and to other people? Will the same thing happen as happened? Yes, yes, yes. In we have to be able to say Yes, us Democrats are going to rig the election. There is no reason for any of you to vote. I love what they're doing in Florida and done in Florida. I would like to see Georgia be much tougher. They don't have signature verification. They don't have things. The Georgia has to be tougher. But I love what's going wow. on. So many states, 41 different states, because they saw what happened in this last disaster, and they don't want it to happen again. And the only way you're going to be able to really solve that problem is to figure out exactly what happened. And you know what? They're going to be able to do that. In light of so many outrageous wrongs, Republicans across the country are pursuing voting reforms to ensure election integrity. One of the biggest things that I hear is election integrity. Joe Biden called these common sense reforms un-American. But the thing that is really un-American is an election scam. That's un-American. You know, all over the world, they used to say, oh, they're the last. Un-American is literally... Everything, no, no, I'm, no, 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 this shit is fucking, this is American in his apple pie right here. What happened to this country? We, we try to act like we value democracy. Left at and viewed all over the world. And I can tell you. Inequality here in this country, we don't. This is, this has been a fascist country all along. Wrapping itself in a notion of patriotism and nationalism. And then I would it's say disgusting. Iran, and then I would say many countries. I'd go. God I'd damn, do I want? I do, God damn, do I want to change that? Certainly happy. And think of it: if the bill passed by the House Democrats, HR one is ever signed into law, the For the People Act, a fair election in our country, to allow access to voting, to make sure it's easier to vote, to preserve. Voting integrity. Future election, we must have photo ID. Also, also, there are some good uh, ethics laws in that package. Chain of custody about dark money. Updated voter rolls for every election. You got to update those voter rolls. Guys, I'm still the whole democracy line. I'm just flabbergasted. Can't have illegal aliens allowed to vote. Strong protection of poll watchers. Our poll watchers are poor, poor poll watchers. What happened to them in Philadelphia? What and if the Republicans win in 2022, if they win control of the House, and they very well might. Their lives. It is a very good possibility. Paid for by Facebook. We're, we're not over this Trump shit yet. Where, by the way, massive numbers, 95. There's a lot of reason to be worried. Joe Biden. And luckily, it looks like if Trump is the Some of them came back nominee in 2024, they will get slaughtered again because Trump is good for Democrats. Oh, they're coming. Oh, great. That's wonderful. And there's more of us. That's all, that's all there is. There is more of us. We must eliminate the absurdity. Especially after the 6th. People should vote in person on Election Day, not over weeks and months where all sorts of things can happen and they're not good things for our country. 
And there should have to be a legitimate reason for someone to vote absentee. Keep attacking absentee. People that deserve it, they're sick. Keep attacking that shit, dude. Doing our job for us. Oh, they froze. We're an hour and 25 minutes into this. Fox Carolina has froze. Trump is getting ready to wrap up his speech. Is he even going to come back? I'm not going to care enough to go find the end of the speech. I'm at right now. He's getting ready to bring it on home. I wanted to see him dance to YMCA. Um, and the, here's the weird. Okay, so if they're using a uh, like a MiFi backpack to send their signal back to the TV station. This is they've lost signal completely. Because the way those operate, if it if it was uh if it was gonna come back to us, it'd be like a, a static picture. Not not a static static y picture. It when it freezes like that, that meant like boop. They were at a battery. Or they lost uh Wi Fi signal completely. And uh, that's that's the way we, we would have it in, you know. Yep, they've, they've completely lost their signal. We'd have our different, you know, uh, video sources up on the screens. And if one of the orders lost their signal, for some reason, uh... YouTube is very fond of playing John Oliver. I believe HBO, AT&T, whatever. Probably paying YouTube. That'll do it for us here on this. Watching the video, you're on Patreon. I greatly... Hearing the audio, Spotify, Chromecast, Google Cast, whatever the fuck all that shit. I don't even know. I was on so many platforms, I don't even know. You could be watching the Troll Patrol on MASHCAST, DLive, Provo. I've got like all these fucking stream services I'd never even heard. I put my shit everywhere. You could be watching a clip of me on BitChute or Rumble or fucking, I don't even remember the names of the other. Hey, if you're on Odyssey, cool. I'm glad you're watching me on Odyssey. That seems like a really cool platform and I want to spend. It doesn't seem to be a Nazi platform. It actually seems to be a geeky platform. And I'm, I'm, I've enjoyed what I've done and the content on there. I haven't, I haven't got to spend too much time on there, but the con- thank you to everyone 
You had to be a true fan to be listening to or watching. Especially for you guys tonight. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have one before you hit the sack. I'm Justin Freakin'. See you next time on the Troll Patrol. Bye.